Hi, I'm Allie. I'm Nick. And this is the But Have You Tried Bookshelf. Okay, so today we are talking all things that we are reading, watching, yeah. etc. Yeah, and this is a, a bit of a milestone episode because we're one year in. I know. To But Have You Tried. That's crazy. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that. I know. Our knitting episode was technically episode 25, so. That's insane. We can talk about it now. Speaking of knitting, I have started a new project. Nice. What's yes. the project? I'm trying to do a hat. My wife helped me find a pattern, and it's uh, it's like two knits and then two pearls, then two knits and two pearls, and so on and nice. so on and so on. So she did help me cast on a little bit, but I did some of it myself, and now I'm just kind of like getting into it. But it's hard to remember. It's like if I'm just on autopilot, I can do two and two and two and two and two. But then as soon as I start thinking about it, I'm like, wait, was that one or two? Yeah, Am I knitting I or purling? What am I doing? Are it, you doing it on straight needles or on circular fraud. needles? Straight. Okay. straight. I'm working on a sweater for Caleb right now for his birthday, which I don't think I will finish in time. Okay. But well, you just spoiled it. Now he's going to know. If well, he, he knows already because oh. I had to have him pick the color and ah, the pattern okay. Okay. and oh, the no, size right, because I don't yeah. know what size he is. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's got several different panels with cables in them okay and so you have to like flip back and forth to get to the panel patterns yeah which is a little clunky but it's fine yeah but the other thing is they're all a different amount of rows so it's like one is 12 rows one is 24 rows one is 28 rows and when you get to the end you repeat yeah so now i have like three different numbers that i have to remember i'm like okay i'm on row seven and i'm on row 12 and i'm like yeah and that's a lot that's definitely getting to me it's like i'm i'm doing modular arithmetic just to just to knit this i already missed the simplicity of my bright blue scarf well you can always make another scarf i can that's true nothing is stopping i can donate them i can do whatever that'll be just fine okay so shall we talk some about what we're reading let's do it yeah you want to talk books first sure okay do you have a book pick of the month Oh, remember when we were doing that consistently? We were kind of doing that. And <laughs> we totally forgot. We forgot. <laughs> uh, yes. So my book pick of the month, I think I'm going to give it to Secret Empire, which is a Marvel graphic novel crossover. It's a Captain America story. How familiar are you with Captain America? Sort of. Okay. So there's Steve Rogers, Captain America, and then there's Sam Wilson, Captain America, or the Falcon. So when Steve kind of stops being Captain America, Falcon steps up to become the new Captain America. Well, in Secret Empire, they've used the the cosmic cubes or what they call the Tesseract in the MCU. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they use it to rewrite history to make it so that Steve Rogers, Captain America, was always a Hydra agent, like a sleeper agent. Oh. Yeah. And so it upsets everything. And Secret Empire is about him slowly taking control of the u.s and then being like surprise i'm hydra after he's trapped captain marvel and all of the like most powerful superheroes off the grid fighting the chiari like in space and they put Mm, up this planet that's bad so now it's like captain america in charge of everything who's secretly or not anymore secretly hydra um and then you have sam wilson and you have some of the more street level characters like hawkeye and black widow and then uh ms marvel and others Mm -hmm. sort of forging this resistance to try to like stop him. Meanwhile, they're trying to figure out how do we write this crazy thing that happened with the cosmic cube. Right. So yeah, that's that's kind of an issue. So I read the main title, which is ten issues, but I found a reading order and I read all of the stray like little stories that interconnect oh. with it. And so I read them in order. So I'd read like Secret Empire number one, and then I would read like Secret Warriors and like Champions and and Captain Marvel, all sort of in line so it made this whole big story and it was pretty fun 
Nice. It was pretty that fun. That does sound fun. Years ago, I did this with Green Lantern, where there was a big Green Lantern crossover. And this was before the uh, apps and stuff. So I got five or six Green Lantern hardcovers through Interlibrary Loan at the library. And I just set them all around. And my friend and I had a reading order. And we just like would pass the hardcovers around. So it was a very throwback. Um, the only thing I will say negatively about Secret Empire is that you know that Captain America is not going to remain a villain. There's no way right. that he's going to stay a Hydra agent. That forever. feels like so something you just can't do. I feel like they missed an opportunity to play up some of the character development from some of the others. And there was a little side story about Cap sort of being trapped inside the Cosmic Cube where he's trying to break free. Hmm. I think if they would have pushed those up a little higher and made them equal with the whole Hydra story, it would have been a better character piece. But I still thought it was a, a, a good time. And we have lots of Captain America, both Steve Rogers and Sam Wilson here in the collection, so you can come and check them out. A few honorable mentions I'll give you. I read Making It So by Patrick Stewart. How do you feel about Patrick Stewart? I like Patrick Stewart. Yeah, don't read the book then because I like the book and now I think a little less of Patrick Stewart after having read it. Ooh, so that's I, yeah, not what I yeah. Hear. So it was a little, I don't know that I would really recommend it. It's hard. It's hard to say. Um, but, you know, it takes a long time to get to the stuff that I feel like a lot of people would be waiting for, like Star Trek or X-Men. That's like really, really late in the game. Uh, it's a lot on his early childhood, which I found really fascinating. The Shakespeare era was interesting, but it also kind of went on a little bit. Mm. So uh, he reads the audiobook, which is fun. That and, is fun. And overall, I did enjoy the book, but I was kind of like, hmm. Huh. Okay, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, that's uh, But it did encourage me to read some Shakespeare, so I'm reading King John by old Bill Shakespeare. I feel like that's not usually a first poll Shakespeare to be like, you know what? I'm going to read King John. Well, here's why I picked King John. Because we're talking about uh, doing a Shakespeare thing here at the library, and the, and the play that's being discussed is Henry V. Okay. And so I was like, oh, I should read that. And then I was like, oh, I should maybe I'll just read the historical plays. And so I looked at which one was chronologically first, and it was King John. So I was hmm. like, I'll just start there. I don't so, know if I've read any of the historical plays. Like, I've read a decent amount, and I've seen a decent amount. But I don't off. know if I've read any of the historical okay. plays. I'm trying to think what I've actually... I, I know my brother was in King Lear and I saw that. And I saw some in college. I did the Porter scene uh, from Macbeth uh, when I was in high school. And I read As You Like It. And maybe that's it. Mm. So, And I was in West Side Story. So obviously. Obviously. I mean, that's obviously. A, you know. Do you have a favorite Shakespeare? Probably King Lear. It just, it just is the okay. best. I don't know what else okay. to say. All right. You know? All right. My least favorite is Othello, though. Really? The worst. I okay. hate it. Interesting. Well, have you read it or seen it at all? I know of it, but no, I haven't seen it. Okay. So it's like the whole time this guy is just like whispering in Othello's ear and like convincing him that his wife is like not in love with him and cheating on him and yeah. whatever. And he's just like so horrible and icky and just like, he's just, it's like. It's like a villain that's so bad, they're not even enjoyable. Okay. They're just like, Ugh. Yeah. And okay. that's basically the whole play. And then a lot of people die. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's great. You know what? I have seen the Kenneth Branagh, Emma Thompson, Much Ado About Nothing. Oh, that's so good. And I also saw the later, like the black and white one that was filmed with like Alexi Denehoff and others. It was more recent. I, reading the Patrick Stewart book, though, I was like, oh, I need to see this Patrick Stewart, David Tennant, Hamlet. That does sound good. I feel like that's something that, that I might enjoy. Mm -hmm. So. Of course, 10 Things I Hate About You, also. Also a classic. So, uh, and and I, better than the original play, I will yeah, say. Do you think so? Okay. Well, it's a great movie. I've got no complaints. And the show was actually pretty good, too. But mm -hmm. uh, the only other thing on my reading list right now is Faces of Fire 
by uh, Michael Jan Friedman, which is just an old school Star Trek novel. Nice. I haven't read one in a while, and I was like, now is the time. Did you finish that Star Trek graphic novel? I have not. Okay. So then what are you reading? Okay. Well, I just finished reading A Face Like Glass, which is probably my pick of the month. Okay. Bum, ba, da. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we should have like a little <laughs> yeah, fancy horn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is this? I don't know what it is. Okay. So it is a YA fantasy you seem really uncertain about that it's like i have to say that it's fantasy because it's definitely not not fantasy but it's not it's not very typical for fantasy i guess it's more just like loosely speculative okay and this is one that my brother wanted me to read so i convinced him to read another book and he convinced me to read this in exchange you guys are just in a constant I know. You know what? Making it so with Patrick Stewart, I did read with my brother. So nice. there you go. His birthday's coming up and we have a book club on his birthday. So nice. we're doing the Patrick Stewart book. So that seems like I'm a good way to celebrate. I'm also reading with siblings. So you're not the only one. Okay. okay. Right. We can all read with our siblings. Okay. <laughs> okay good. Um, anyway. So basically what it's about is this girl who's who has grown up in this cavern kingdom okay. where people make these like sort of magical delicacies okay. like wine that can make you forget stuff or Ooh. like isn't that just wine yeah uh, maybe uh, uh. <laughs> or like perfume that can make you like um basically manipulate you in someone's okay. favor and stuff like that all right the other main thing about this cavern is that no one who like lives there like their faces don't move they don't just like naturally make facial expressions yeah. they have to like learn to make facial expressions that sounds creepy it is a little a creepy. creepy this is the book thing. that has the like black mask on the looks really oh, creepy on the front yes yes that yes. is a turnoff i will say yeah the cover Ugh. yeah not a fan of that you know what i i have a book that i read i just read this green hornet book we have in the collection the cover is super serious and i've like not wanted to read it the inside art is all like bubbly and fun and like sort of this got this 50 sheet to it. it's really great why do why they did, do that why to do us? they do it i don't, I don't know yeah I don't know. it's like we're not supposed to judge a book by its cover but like if you're giving we me do. a cover that's like actively yeah turning me away yeah. what and are you what are you doing so how did you feel about the book overall i liked the book okay. yeah it was very fascinating because there's like the main character is from outside, so she like actually does just naturally make faces based on how she's sure, feeling, as as we do, which yeah. freaks everyone out oh. and like causes all kinds of like complicated okay. court dynamics and yeah. like assassination attempts and plots and everything. Yeah. So and like I like a good like intriguy court, you know, sure. sort of mysterious. Sure. So yeah, it was good. I enjoyed okay. it overall. Nice. So I also read a couple other things. Okay. I read That Can Be Arranged by Hudafami, which is the author who wrote How to FRU and How oh, yeah, yeah. Cares. You can check out Ellie's staff review on TikTok. That's true. And Hudafami actually like comments on I it. I saw that. I freaked that. out a little That's bit. Fun I was like, oh my that, gosh, oh my gosh. That is fun when that happens. <laughs> I'm like, good thing I said positive yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a couple times authors have liked my review of their book on Goodreads. And again, I'm always like, oh, wow, that was unexpected. Yeah. Um, But this is the story of how she and her husband met and got married, basically. Uh And it like keeps the same kind of comic-y style of the other books of hers that I read. And it's just like cute and hilarious and references Pride and Prejudice. So that's a win in my book. We had a whole episode of Pride and Prejudice. We did. Do you remember that? It was a good time. Yeah, it was. It was was. fun. Yeah. Um, And I also read... so. We've been working on this project in the stacks where we're making a vintage collection. I know. It's very cool. I'm yeah. super excited about it. We have a lot of cool it. stuff. We have a lot of really cool 
old, beautiful vintage books. The King John that I'm reading, I checked out from the adult stacks, and it's from 1915 and had like pencil notations oh in it. I mean, it's over 100 years old, and I'm just like sitting on my couch flipping through it. Lots As of cool you do. Stuff. Lots of cool stuff yeah. here in the collection. So basically, in the kids stacks, we're putting all of the like beautiful vintage books together yeah. so they're easier to browse and so it's easier to browse the rest of the collection yeah and so i've mostly been working on this which means i've been like looking at every single old book that we okay. own in the kid stacks which is really cool yeah but in the process i found these books called one of them is morton and wharton by russell e erickson <laughs> and another one is a toad for tuesday okay and i looked at the cover and i was like this looks like frog and toad but not frog and toad yeah and i love frog and toad. i've seen your halloween costume so i'm aware <laughs> There's just like, there's nothing bad about Frog and Toad. Yeah. It's, it's all good. It's yeah. all a win. It's positive. Sure. So I was like, all right, clearly I'm going to check these out and read them and see if they like fill my need for more Frog and Toad. Mm-hmm. And they kind of did. I was, I was pleased. That's good. Yeah. So okay. it's like about two Toad brothers going on adventures, almost if, getting eaten by owls, all that. If you come across the many loves of Dobie Gillis in our youth stacks, don't get rid of it because I love that book. I don't know if I've noticed that. Okay. Now, I, now I feel like I have to look. Okay. Who's the author? Uh, Max Shulman. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to take a peek. And yeah, see if I it's can really find fun. It. There was a play, and then there was also a TV show, uh, late fifties, I think, maybe early sixties. But the the book is great. But that's one that's that should go in our vintage collection because it's a uh, it's classic. Nice. So yeah, I think that's more or less what I have been reading lately. Okay. And I am trying to mark my hours for beat the winter chill. Good plug for the winter reading program. I am doing the same. I I think I'm underestimating how much I'm actually doing, yeah, but I'm trying like to make really sure. It's like really hard if you is. like don't look exactly when you I start know. and exactly when you stop and then like add it all up at the end of the well, day. Yeah, and I'm also like constantly reading. You know what I mean? Yeah, like either an audiobook or sitting down and like reading a right. chapter. Yeah, exactly. So it's like who knows, you know. I know. Yeah. It's it's definitely hard to calculate. And I feel like the first week I was like, yeah, I'm going to be really precise. Uh-huh. I'm going to do a great job. Uh-huh. And then the second week I was like, yeah, I'll vaguely remember that I read like two-ish hours today. Yeah, I'll vaguely remember that I read, you know, an hour and a half yesterday. Yep. And I'm like this, and yeah, yep. I got to write it down. It's this tough. Not, it's hard. We are having our end of reading soiree on uh, <laughs> March 2nd. <laughs> oh, I'm so from glad 11 you said to it like that. Yeah, here at the library. So if you sign up for the winter reading program, you can come and get your special mug, which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And we'll have, you know, know crafts and snacks and maybe cats we don't know but there's always a possibility it's gonna be a fun time yep so that's it for you in books yes that's it for me in books so shall we talk movies yeah do you have a movie of the month Hmm. this is this is a tricky one because there's three that i want to tell you about you know my 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 featured movie of the month is going to be the one that we watched on valentine's day even though i've seen it before and talked about it before and that's silver lining playbooks with uh, jennifer lawrence and bradley cooper i, I just mean love like it. if it's a movie like it's you so know good. if it's a good if it's a good pick it can still be your pick thank you, know? you have you ever seen it i don't think i have Allie. oh you gotta watch it it's so good one of the very few examples i can think of where i think the movie's better than the book wow and it's uh it's great it's just a great story and we did we watched it on valentine's day and it it never disappoints so if you haven't seen the movie or read the book i mean i would recommend them both i think they're i think they're both good and they're different enough that i think you can enjoy them both without being like man i already know but should you read the book first if the movie is better so that you don't watch the movie and then feel disappointed when you read the book Good question. A lot of a lot of what's improved in the movie is one the structure. Hmm. Um, the the movie has a much more satisfying climax, and some of the subplots, particularly with uh, Pat, who's Bradley Cooper's character, his family is is a lot more developed in the movie, which again is odd. Uh, it's odd to say that, but it that is true. So I I really don't know. Hmm. I I prefer the movie, so I would maybe just say if you're going to choose one, go with the movie. Fair enough. Yeah. 
the other things I watch, one is called Malcolm and Marie, and it's with John David Washington and Zendaya, and it's a very, feels like a play, because it's just the two of them, and he's like a filmmaker, and they just finished a, a big awards show for this film, and their relationship fractures. He doesn't thank her in his speech, and it kind of comes out that she feels like he borrowed a lot of her life from it, and mm-hmm. she's an actress, and he didn't use her in the movie. So it just sort of like comes out that their relationship is fraught with all of these problems. And it's a real slow burn and it's kind of like, Oh, maybe things will be okay. Oh, things are awful. Maybe things will be okay. And it's this tightrope walk of keeping this like suspense of what's going to happen throughout the whole thing. And they're both really good in it and the performances really sell it. Uh, So I, I would recommend that. And then I watched Bob Marley, one love, Hmm. which uh, Malik and I just did a whole Bob Marley spotlight over in the How's Things feed because we always do a Black History Month episode every year. And this year we settled on Bob Marley. So I learned a lot about Bob Marley uh, just reading. I read some of the stuff we have here and I've been listening to a lot of the music. And I maybe because of that, I felt like the movie was a very shallow mm. representation of the story. Mm-hmm. I just didn't understand what they chose to focus on. And I I don't think that it really got the depth that a figure like Bob Marley deserved. So I was disappointed by it. Malik hasn't seen it yet. And I'm going to be interested to see what he thinks because he goes much deeper in his Bob Marley fandom than Mm -hmm. I do. I mean, he really, you know, loves Bob Marley. So interested to see what Malik thinks. But I was a little disappointed with it. And I looked up reviews afterwards and it kind of seems like that's a lot of the reviews are kind of in the same vein Mm -hmm. of like, this was pretty surface, you know. That's unfortunate. So, I, I have know. to admit that most of my knowledge of Bob Marley is like Three Little Birds. Exactly. I yeah. shot the sheriff. Yep. That was me. I mean, that was me before Malik and I started. Which I mean, like, those are great songs. Are. I know. I mean, but... that's enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I really did appreciate um, that we have a graphic novel uh, biography that's brand new. Oh, that's really and cool. And it's, it's very good. So if you're interested, I would say check that out. Because Malik and I both read it uh, just independently. We just both happened to read it and really enjoyed it. So I love a good graphic novel three, but I'm gonna, I do too. <laughs> but I'm going to give it to Silver Linings Playbook. What about you? What are you doing movies-wise? Okay, so I watched a movie called Elemental with my family. Oh, that Disney or Pixar or whatever? Mm-hmm. It looks yeah. so stupid. Was it good? It did look kind of stupid, but it was my turn to pick. Or actually, it was my brother's turn to pick, but his movie wasn't ready. And my mom was like, hey, do you have something last minute? And I was like, sure, I can what, come up with something. That, what does that mean? His movie wasn't ready. Like it hadn't come in from the the library. Oh, the hold wasn't okay, there okay, or whatever. Okay. I don't all know. Right, I'm not right. sure the details, but, but I think probably the hold hadn't come had in. not manifested. Exactly. Okay. And so I was like, I looked at a couple movies and the thing is like also when I'm watching movies with my family, I try to choose ones that I like think won't be like horribly violent or upsetting for my younger brothers, you know, or for me when you come down to it. There's nothing worse than watching a group movie and then like a sex scene starts. And you're like, like, why did I choose this? It takes a turn and you're like, uh. Yes. Yes. Okay. This is a very wholesome. This is a very wholesome thing you do. Yeah. (laughs) It it is kind of a wholesome little tradition. Maybe too wholesome if I might be so bold. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> be that as it may i still enjoy okay, it and good, I'm for sticking to good for you good for you i don't want to take that from you so elemental we're saying thumbs up yes okay and well and i feel like the trailers for it like really don't do a great job of representing what it is because it like i feel like the trailers emphasize well okay a little background on the movie for yeah, those who haven't it. seen it let's do it it takes place in this city that's full of like element people so there's like people that are made of water yeah. people that are like clouds yeah, elemental yeah yeah people yeah, yeah. that are like plants people kind of and then there's also people that are just like made out of fire right and 
basically kind of the premise of the movie is that this fire girl named ember and this water boy named wade fall in love but mm-hmm. like this is a big taboo Classic and like how's romeo it gonna and work Juliet scenario exactly and i feel like the trailer really emphasizes the like romeo and juliet aspect yeah. of it but what it kind of like overlooks which i feel like is entirely the point of the movie is that like the fire people recently moved to fire city from okay. their like fire homeland got it and so it's like most of the movie is kind of this like immigration story what with like a romeo and juliet aspect oh my gosh i know okay. and the trailers just like totally concealed that fact. i mean <laughs> and i feel like that's the most interesting part of it i don't know that i can really fault them that doesn't that doesn't seem like the makings for a exciting children's movie but i don't know well okay. it's also weird because it's like very much i feel like a lot of like kids movies that have like romance in them it's like sort of light on the romance or okay. like i don't know and so it's interesting to to just be like yep these are two yeah. characters who are like maybe young adults who could conceivably get married if they were allowed to because they're okay. water and fire and they're okay. just falling in love and i was like huh i don't feel like you usually see a kid's movie that's like quite that committed to just being like yep we're we're having a romance between okay. i don't know okay. it was interesting but i had a good time all right elemental who would have thought better than you would expect not me okay <laughs> all right you know what that reminds me though there is one other shakespeare thing that i watched and that's the leonardo dicaprio claire danes movie mm. from the mid 90s i saw that in high school on a double date and felt very sophisticated <laughs> we will be watching a shakespeare movie after getting mcdonald's nice nice but i did think ahead and i asked for them to take the pickles off so i didn't have to awkwardly take pickles off in front of a girl that's smart so, that's smart you don't so like pickles sophisticated well i do now oh okay but okay. i didn't then okay. i didn't want i didn't want pickles on the and i didn't i didn't want her to see me taking pickles right off. Like i I'm, could understand like that. i'm 11 i mean i'm 15 for heaven's sake <laughs> i tell to them to dignity. take the pickles off <laughs> i feel like one of the beautiful things about getting older is there's like so many foods that it's like i used to be like nah, that now i'm like yeah yeah this is this is a food that i can yeah. eat this is good okay i used to hate beets now i love beets mm-hmm. well so what else are you watching okay so i also rewatched a couple of things yes i rewatched sense and sensibility with emma thompson and hugh grant okay a classic good cast good cast yeah i feel like this is when when i watched it as a kid i was kind of like unimpressed by it mm. And then I rewatched it later and I was like, this is really good. What was my problem? I don't understand. Yeah. All right. And I also rewatched The Spy Who Dumped Me. Now, this is like a perennial favorite for you, this right? Is this is a perennial favorite you got, okay. for me. Yeah. Well, this, I Samila like. Camila Kunis and uh, uh, Kate uh, McKinnon, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I've seen and it. it is hilarious. It's pretty good. Yeah. There are parts of it that I'm like, all right, like that wasn't as funny, but okay. many parts of it are hilarious. Yeah. But th- I think I like watched it by myself like one summer and then I thought it was fantastic and I thought my sister would really like it. So I like immediately watched it again with my sister. Okay. And then I think we watched it again with our parents. Yeah. And then I watched it again with, with your friends. Parents. I guess I remember that being a little body. Is it not? It is. But like, eh, okay. whatever. Okay. All right. So then Caleb hadn't seen it and I was like, Caleb, you have to. You so do it. Yeah. We watched it. It was fun. Okay. I had a good time. Okay. Kate McKinnon continues to yeah. amuse me. Yeah. But that's okay. about it for my movie watching. Okay. Are you watching any shows? I am. I I just that started. That sounded so serious. <laughs> I just started Masters of the Air, which is on Apple. It's like a World War II story, which I've been looking forward to seeing for a long time. Uh, I've only watched one episode because my wife was like, I don't want to watch that. So mm, that makes I have it to hard. watch it like at those times, you know, when it's just me. Um, but, I, but I am really enjoying it so far. Two things I finished. One was Gotham Knights. And we talked about this forever ago. And it was that one season CW show. It was like a Batman mystery show. And I... Re- well, B- Batman without Batman, because he did. Um, <laughs> but 
<laughs> but it was just the one season. It resolves nicely, though, so you can watch it without fear. That's good. Um, there is a tease for a season two, which I was totally down for. But it doesn't ruin... Like, you you can enjoy the whole season. Uh, and I didn't think anybody else in the world besides this watched me, but I did find someone who did, and that was your husband, <laughs> who also <laughs> liked it. So there's two of us. There's two of you. And then, Allie, Allie, I've been trying to finish Foundation, uh, the Isaac Asimov oh. you know, Foundation series. It's on Apple. First season was 10 episodes, and I think I've been watching this since 2021. Oof. It's just so slow you know and i don't know if you read asimov at all have you read i i haven't but i've overheard pieces of foundation being read out loud in my household people have always said like you can't you can't adapt foundation it's too much the scope is too broad it seems like it would be hard well yes and I, i do think that's true the first book is really it's almost like four books in one and so i think they just thought oh we can't do that on tv and so the series doesn't really do that like it it follows the core characters a little bit more and it just I don't know I don't know that I've ever wanted to like a show as much as I want to like this show Mm. and I just don't you know that really is a tragedy finally like last night my wife and I was like we just gotta watch we just gotta finish these last three episodes uh and so we did now granted I was bored and I spent probably a good hour of that talking with your husband about DC superhero shows. So clearly a lot of attention was being paid. That helped me get through it. So shout out to Caleb for that. But we got to the end of the season and it doesn't really have a strong like this is the resolve. But it started dropping these threads and I'm like, well, darn it if I'm not interested in that. So I was really thinking I was just going to like cut it loose and be like, you know, Hillary, go with God. Watch this show by yourself. But now I kind of want to see what happens next. Mm. But I, this took me three years, so I don't know if I can. Yeah. I'm basically living out the concept of foundation, you know, which is if they take these steps, they can reduce their, their dark ages from 30,000 years to 1,000 years. But it's like a, a multiple century plan that goes right, into effect. Right. And that's pretty much how I've been watching that's, this show. That's how it feels, Over yeah. multiple centuries. So Makes sense. I guess I would say my featured show would be Gotham Knights because I really feel like it had had a lot going for it and was kind of a, um, a casualty of the whole CW being sold. Mm. So. That makes sense. Sad, sad to see it go. But anyway, that's what I'm watching these days. And of course, Cobra Kai and Abbott Elementary, always in the rotation. Fair enough, fair what enough. What about you? What, what are you up to with uh, television? So I actually think the only show that I've watched this month is The Odd Couple. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but you can't tell me how you feel about it. I can't it. tell you how, how I feel about it. How many episodes in are you? Two, but one of them. I know. You got a long way to go. I know, but I, mean, I got no, time. It's like 10 episodes. Yeah, I, I feel very confident. Okay. I'm planning to watch some of it this weekend. Okay, nice. I was watching it and the like autoplay feature okay. skipped episode two. What? It was like, okay, episode one is done. We're going to no play good. the next one for you. And That's I was like, no yeah, good. for sure. I don't want to like use the remote yeah. or do anything. You just do it. And they played episode three. And I was like, I didn't realize it until the episode was done. And I was like closing out. And I was like, what the heck? There's this whole other episode yeah. that it just didn't That's show me. That's not cool at all. I know. I did start rewatching it. Uh, I watched, I don't know, maybe the first four or five episodes. And I'm like, yeah, still good. I still like it. I can still. Always a good sign. I can still watch the show over and over again. Anything else going on in your life? Well, Caleb and I went to Florida for a week, which is oh, part yeah. of why I haven't been watching anything. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. So How was Florida? It was very good. Okay. It was warm. And okay. I got to pet jellyfish. Yeah. And manta rays. Well, not manta rays, stingrays. Yeah. 
and I got to see a hermit crab change shells before yeah. my eyes. Yeah, uh, you do not look like a person who spent a week in the Florida sun. That's I all, don't tan at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Actually, I can tell. I'm like, uh, yeah, I can tell that oh. like my freckles have come out a okay. little bit. Like I, well, I'm mean, not yeah, as I'm white not. as I was, you know. I have a freckle explosion. That's what happens when, when I'm in the sun. Yeah, that's fair. It's like either I burn or just nothing happens. Those are kind of the options. Okay. So we went with nothing happens over being burned. Okay. But yeah, it was a good time. I have not taken a trip to Florida or anywhere else. It's been a while since I've had like a true vacation. I, need well, you, get, I guess it's time. I know. You I need to it. get something on the books for yeah. sure. Have you been to Florida ever? Oh, sure. Yeah. But I, honestly, it's been a long time. The last time... I went a lot when I was a kid. The last time I was in Florida was on my honeymoon, which as we discussed was 17 years ago. <laughs> so, uh, so it's been a long time. I've been trying to work out because all of my friends are scattered. That's just like friending as an adult sucks. Yeah. Uh, so all of my friends are just in like different states. A lot of them are in not cool states mm. like Ohio. I like Ohio. And New Jersey. Come on. Okay, that's fair. I don't want to go to those places. Ohio Uh, (laughs) can be nice depending on where you are. Can it though? Yeah. Okay. My grandparents live in Ohio. And so I've been there quite a few times. What part of Ohio do they live in? Um... Okay. They live. <laughs> they, right. they live in Walnut Creek. Walnut Creek. But I Creek. don't know where that is okay, that compared like a, to the rest of Ohio. From a Susan Wiggs novel, I don't believe that's true. I would believe that Susan Wiggs would set a novel in Walnut Creek. Okay. It would make sense. Okay. Well, my friend Jesse lives in Mount Vernon, Ohio, and my friend Graham lives in Akron. So I when, have actually been to Mount Vernon, Ohio, oh, and I okay. did like it. Nice. All right. Yeah. I mean, Mount Vernon's fine. When I go to the uh, PLA conference. Uh, I'm going to see both of them, so nice. that'll be kind of fun. But yes, I have been trying to get something on the books where I meet up with like one of my high school buddies and one of my college buddies, and we're trying to like, you know, it's like where in the world is Carmen San Diego? It's mm-hmm. like what we're doing. We got a map spread out, and we're like, okay, if you come south, and I, you know. Oh man, those things are so hard. It is, yeah. And I feel like also staying in touch with people who are far away. I know that I'm particularly bad at it, yeah. but just in general, it is hard. Yeah. And I don't feel like technology has made it as much better as you would mm. anticipate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, uh, the reverse of that is I'm pretty good at it, but then I'm the one who has to do it because all my friends are bad at yeah. it. So I'm like, well, it's like sometimes I'm the one who has to do it and I'm still bad at okay. it. And so it's just like, it's yeah. really, it's, it's rough. Yeah. No, I mean, I've made it in art form, but it is still like, you really have to, <laughs> you really have to put the time in, you know? Yeah. So, well, and I feel like so often too, if like, unless you like schedule calls, which like you have to like schedule yeah. And that's a whole thing. Yeah. If you're just like messaging your friend and being like, how was your day and stuff like that? It's yeah. like, you can just feel like you're talking to a robot sometimes because mm-hmm. it's just like little words popping yeah. up. I just tricked my friends into doing podcasts with me. And then, you know, that's a really, a really smart going. idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Okay. Well, uh, anything else that we need to discuss here in the, in the bookshelf episode? Oh, I do have a mis- miscellaneous thing that I've been doing. Miscellaneous. For the miscellaneous okay. I will file this under miscellaneous, everyone. I have been playing on a Game Boy emulator, Pokemon Fire Red. Oh, I love this these some my, good emulation games. This I, is my first experience with Pokemon oh. in 24 years of life. Okay. I played Pokemon Sun. Okay. On, on the uh, Nintendo DS. And that's the only Pokemon game I ever played. Okay. From what I can tell, there's like a bunch from a similar area that are like similar, but with different Pokemon that you can catch. I, I'm <laughs> you're talking to the wrong person. I can't I don't help you know. at all. But my one of my friends was like, you know, based on what I know about you as a person and like your love for animals and monsters and creepy Carlies, I feel yeah. like you would really enjoy Pokemon. And I was like, that's probably true. It's just never happened. And so he downloaded the simulator on my phone and was like, all right, play. And I was like, wow. now I can catch all these weird little That's guys that and make friendship. the friends. Yeah. See, the thing with me and playing Pokemon Sun was like, I'm like, so I just walk around and like fight Pokemon. Like, what's the, 
plot. You, you catch them. I think I don't catch know if Sun. I don't know if Sun okay. has a plot. No, but the one I'm does. doing, you have to like beat these gym leaders. Okay. And then eventually, like sometimes your rival shows up and you have to fight your rival. Yeah. And he always, no matter which starter you choose, he always chooses the one that's like really effective against your starter, uh, which is just rude. Clever. Yeah. Clever. Yeah. I think I'm just like. But what am I supposed to accomplish? I'm like, I'm just wandering around this village, like looking for a rumble, trying to catch little <laughs> monsters and balls, you know? And that's and fair. That's I don't know. Fair. It's, it's I on think me. there I'm are some that, games that are a little doesn't... more plot heavy, but okay. I'm not positive. Okay. Because again, this yeah. is my first experience. I love the one where nothing. Pikachu's trying to find his biological mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's really that's plot fair. heavy. It's really meaty. <laughs> I'm playing oh, Gotham boy. Knights, not to be confused with the TV show okay, okay. of the same name. Do uh, they have anything... Well, they have very, are they related? They have very similar premises. And okay. They came out like at the same time, but they're not connected. Which That's I think so is just weird. So bizarre. Uh, but it is really fun. It is really fun. It's That's like good. we, we just we got a PS5 not too long ago, and this was like the game I wanted to play. And so uh, it took me a minute to get used to the style, but now I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I rolled in on Harley Quinn. And I was not powerful enough to beat her. And I had to play oh, that no. level. It tells you how many times you tried a level. And once I finally beat her, I tried 41 times oh, over the course of days. Not like, right, right, right. But a lot of them were at once. Uh, but I did finally beat the Harley Quinn level, in case you were curious. I'm proud so, of you. Thank you. Thank you. you. I realized that there's a graphic novel that's connected to the game, which we got to get for the collection. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you've got... Uh, it sounds like seven or so episodes of The Odd Couple left to watch before our next get-together, where we'll sit down and talk all about uh, Matthew Perry and Thomas Lennon in The Odd Couple. And I figure we'll touch on the movies and the uh, the classic Jack Klugman, Tony Randall show as well, and maybe the Neil Simon play. And then you got to come up with a new assignment for me. Do, do you have it locked and loaded? I do not. I have to decide. Okay. I have vague ideas. A couple things going on. But nothing okay. is settled. All right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, remember, you can catch all the back episodes about Have You Tried as well as House Things. You can listen to all that over on SoundCloud.com slash all the books or find us on our Podbean channel for But Have You Tried. Make sure you check out the episode Malik and I just did on Bob Marley. And you can follow the podcast on all kinds of social media. So do it. Or else. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening. And I hope you join us next time to talk about the odd couple. But for now, see you later. Okay. Bye.